Hello, this is Anna from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 9th of December. India recorded 9,419 COVID-19 cases in the last 24 hours, pushing the infection tally in the country to over 3.46 crore. The death toll climbed to 4,74,111 after 159 new fatalities were reported. Do note that these figures are widely believed to be undercounts. According to the Ministry of Health, more than 80 lakh vaccine doses were administered in the last 24 hours. With this, India's cumulative COVID vaccination coverage exceeded 130.39 crore. With not enough orders for Covishield from the central government, Serum Institute of India CEO Adar Punawala yesterday said that the company is looking at slashing monthly production of vaccines by at least 50% beginning next week. The Pune-based firm reported it has 500 million doses of Covishield in stock. Punawala said and I quote, Half of that is finished product and half is bulk, which can be filled and finished in a matter of two months and it has a shelf life of nine months. It is available on priority to the Indian government, unquote. Fearing apprehensions over the new Omicron variant, Union Health Secretary Rajesh Bhushan said in a letter to states and union territories that it has to ensure that no cross-infection takes place. He added that adequate precautions are taken by healthcare workers to prevent transmission among other patients and healthcare workers. Bhushan advised them to regularly review and ensure that samples of positive cases of international travellers and their contacts, as well as from emerging hotspots, are promptly submitted to Indian SARS-CoV-2 Genomics Consortium Labs for genome sequencing according to protocol. Meanwhile, authorities in Delhi issued show-cause notices to Air India and Vistara yesterday for not complying with passenger boarding guidelines issued by the centre following the emergence of the new variant. They said four international passengers, one in Air India and three from Vistara, were allowed to board flights without filling their self-declaration forms. According to the guidelines issued by the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare on 30th of November, airlines are directed to allow boarding to only those international passengers who have filled up their personal details on Air Suvitha portal and uploaded the negative RT-PCR test report. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 260 million people, claiming the lives of over 5.28 million. Pakistan and Cuba detected the first case of the Omicron variant of coronavirus on Thursday. The Pakistani case was reported in a private hospital in Karachi by a patient with a history of international travel. The Cuban patient too had travelled recently. State media reported that the patient is a health worker who had travelled from Mozambique. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh announced in Parliament today that a tri-service probe will be conducted into the military chopper crash of the Indian Air Force helicopter yesterday, Hindustan Times reported. The fatal accident resulted in the death of the country's first Chief of Defence Staff Bipin Rawat, his wife Madhulika, Brigadier Ellis Lidder, Lieutenant Colonel Harjinder Singh, Gursevak Singh and eight other personnel of the armed forces. The union minister said that the inquiry team reached Wellington yesterday and the investigation is currently underway. The team will be led by Air Marshal Manavendra Singh, who is the commander of the IAF's training command and a helicopter pilot himself. Stating that the mortal remains of all the victims shall be brought back to the national capital by this evening, the ministry added that General Bipin Rawat will be cremated with full military honours. 
Meanwhile, in other news, opposition parties announced they will not hold their protests over the suspension of 12 MPs from the upper house today, as the nation mourns the loss of India's first CDS Bipin Rawat. Leader of the opposition in the Rajya Sabha, Mallika Arjun Kharge, said, and I quote. We have decided not to protest today in honor of CDS Bipin Rawat and the soldiers who died in the chopper crash and to pay tributes to them. Unquote. The tragic demise is grieving. Detailing CDS Rawat's life and persona, Anand Vardhan in his piece writes how he did not mince words in speaking out about long-term security needs and threats, often quoting controversy on the way. He writes and I quote For a man who had excelled at high altitude warfare in his long innings in the Indian army it's ironic that he met a tragic end in a chopper crash but what an abrupt end couldn't deny him is the feat of becoming india's first cds modern defense establishments like other institutions have outgrown individuals that's what a top military leader like general rawat would have wanted anyway unquote To know more you can read his report on our website newslaundry.com it is titled in the world of modern defense general bipin rawat effortlessly straddled both continuity and change lawyer activist sudha bharadwaj was released today from baikula jail in mumbai after being granted default bail by the bombay high court on 1st of december ndtv reported Bharadwaj, one of the 16 people arrested in the Elgar Parishad case, was accused of Maoist links and has been in prison since August 2018. She is the first to be granted default bail in the case. Another accused political activist and poet Varavara Rao was granted bail on medical grounds earlier this year. Priest activist Stan Swami, who was also arrested in the case, died in July this year. allowing her release a bench of justices uu lalit sr bhat and bela m trivedi had said and i quote we see no reason to interfere with the high court order plea dismissed unquote the 60 year old activist was arrested on 28th of august 2018 and was later placed under house arrest on 27th of october she was taken into custody Her case was earlier handled by the Pune police however later the NIA had taken over the case and it is yet to go to trial In August last year the Bombay High Court had dismissed her plea for interim bail on medical grounds where she had complained of suffering from diabetes and hypertension A special NIA court has also imposed bail conditions on her under which she will have to submit her passport and stay in Mumbai She has to seek permission from the court to leave city limits. Additionally, her condition restricts her from interacting with the media on the case. Bharadwaj's counsel Yug Mohit Chaudhary had opposed the condition, stating that this is an infringement of her freedom of speech. She has also been directed to not establish any kind of contact with her co-accused in the case and not make any international calls. Listeners as Sudha Bharadwaj walks out freely today after spending 3 long years behind bars spontaneous celebrations await for her in Chhattisgarh she has been accused of maoist links but for many she is a champion of human rights my colleague prati goel reported that a large group of workers in the industrial town of bhilai await to acknowledge the relief granted to their beloved sudha didi Bharadwaj came to Chhattisgarh in the 80s and has since been working for the rights and welfare of workers and tribals in the state. Pratik writes and I quote, for a majority of the blue collar workers and socially and economically disadvantaged masses in Chhattisgarh, 
Bharadwaj is still a champion of human rights. Unquote. You can read his report on our website. It is titled In Chhattisgarh's Spontaneous Celebrations as Workers Wait for Sudha Didi. Listeners at News Laundry will not only do detailed reports such as these, but also produce podcasts, interviews, virtual interactive sessions, and many more. And we are able to do this because we are a reader-supported organization that does not thrive on government or private corporations' money. Instead, we aim to serve you, the public. So, if you want to keep the spirit of independent journalism alive, do consider supporting us. Head on to newslaundry.com and click that red subscribe button on the top right-hand corner on the screen. Our lowest subscription starts at rupees three hundred a month only. A mysterious blast was reported in Delhi's Rohini court today morning, leading to a suspension of the ongoing proceedings in the court. News agency PTI reported that at least seven fire tenders rushed to the spot following the incident. The fire officials said they received information about the explosion at 10:40 a.m. when the court was in session. Police said that the investigation is underway. The cause of the blast is still to be confirmed. While news outlets such as Hindustan Times reported that the blast occurred due to the explosion in the battery of a laptop, sources told Times Now that the actual cause of the explosion was a tiffin bomb. Times Now also reported that at least one person sustained injuries after the explosion. In September this year, a shootout occurred in Rohini Court, in which two gunmen, disguising themselves as lawyers, opened fire, killing Delhi's gangster Jitendra Gogi. A report by the Committee to Protect Journalists revealed today that, according to the CPJ's 2021 Prison Census, a record 293 journalists were jailed for their work globally this year. The number for 2020 was 280. According to the methodology of the report, the census accounts only for journalists in government custody and does not include those who have disappeared or are held captive by non-state actors. It stated that so far at least 24 journalists were killed for their coverage and 18 others died in circumstances too murky to determine whether they were specific targets. It claimed China is the worst jailer of journalists for the third year in a row, followed by Myanmar, which saw a media crackdown after the military coup in February. Key findings in the report indicate that India has the highest number of journalists that is four confirmed to have been murdered in retaliation for their work. A database on the number of journalists killed in India lists Avinash Jha, Chenna Keshavalu, Manish Kumar Singh, and Sulab Srivastava as being murdered, with journalist Raman Kashyap cited as being killed while on a dangerous assignment. Besides this, six journalists in India were detained on anti-state charges. These include Asif Sultan, Siddiqui Kapun, Anand Teltumbe, Gautam Navlakha, Manandar, and Rajiv Sharma. The report lists journalist Tanvir Varsi as detained under retaliatory charges. In August, the CPJ had released Global Impunity Index 2021, which listed a dozen countries that fare the worst when it comes to prosecuting killers of journalists. India was ranked at 12 for the second consecutive year. According to the report, the reason for this increase is a stark trend that has been observed is the growing intolerance for independent reporting. A Filipino journalist identified as Jesus Jess Malabinan was shot dead on Wednesday. Al Jazeera reported Malabinan, an independent journalist, had helped in the 2018 Reuters investigation into the drug war of President Rodrigo Duterte. The investigation also won the Pulitzer Prize in international reporting. 
According to a statement by the Philippine National Police Headquarters on Thursday, Malabanan was shot in the head on Wednesday evening while watching television inside his store in Kalbayog. Malabanan was rushed to a nearby private hospital but was declared dead on arrival. According to the police, two unidentified assailants carried out the attack and have not been arrested yet. His death adds to the already continuing violence against people working in the media in the Philippines. As per data compiled by the National Union of Journalists in the Philippines, at least 21 journalists had been killed in the country since Duterte took over as president in June 2016. Al Jazeera reported that in October, online journalist and radio commentator Orlando Denoy was killed inside his apartment in the southern Davao region. In May, a journalist-turned-politician was killed in the province of Kapi in central Panay Island. According to the New York-based Committee to Protect Journalists' Impunity Index, published in late October, the Philippines ranks at 7th place worldwide for unsolved killings of journalists. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.